0: All right, Andrew.
1: So how's your sex life, Tom?
0: <laughs> no, um, you, you want just to continue where we left off last time, right?
1: Well, it always makes things more interesting when you add the sex yes. into the mix.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, no, but actually... Even I- if it's just
1: metaphorical, right? No.
0: I, I I had a thought experiment for you. I thought about something. Okay. And so, it's because we were talking a lot about archetypes, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I was thinking about the good king from the archetypal, uh, you know, approach. So it's it's a thought experiment, right? Mm-hmm. And so, imagine. So it's a question to you. So what what happens if the good king dies? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, no, I mean, like with the with the with the townsfolk, folk, let's say, what what happens in the story in the war? Narrative. They
1: all they all it's war of all against all because he's holding the whole thing together. So 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 then they all they all go after each other for the throne.
0: Right, it's a a, a culture in utter disarray, isn't it?
1: Total disarray.
0: All right, okay. So it's now bringing some scale, you know. So if it's like not an empire, let's say england in the medieval times let, let's say king arthur yeah you know no let, let's start easy like just a good king in in a county or like in a, in a small country you know how long will the disarray be
1: before another king arises yeah, or, be, or, or
0: before oh. the 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 in you know infighting stops A year? Well, how long will it be before the infighting starts? Yeah, but it's not. It's, it's just a normal good king. until somebody else you know fills that role. Okay, but how long might that be? A year? I just talk. I'm just talking the level a normal good king, on 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 you know on the level uh, of a country, not an empire, but a country, right? Mm, well, I mean, just a wide guess. Do, do could, a wide guess. Doesn't matter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: 25 years. 25 years, okay. Now imagine on the same scale, but it's a King Arthur messiah type of good king.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How long will the disarray be? A long time. <laughs> okay, okay. And then go scale it up and say... Okay, 100 years more. war. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. think, think of it globally now. Mm-hmm. Think of the death of a messiah-like good king on a global scale. How long will the disarray be? And from the narrative story, just from the archetype, like way longer, wouldn't it be? 2,000 years? All right. Okay. Yeah, that's a bit much, but all right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> well, because, I, you know okay, I'm thinking so, of... You know, no, but our... you, you get the point because I was seeing the, the new JFK documentary Okay. Right, from, from Oliver Stone. And that was, uh... of course, like whole conjecture and, you know, I, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but the underlying story is... That what uh, Oliver Stone is presenting—that all that we experience now, all the disarray and the postmodernism and the cultural war and the information war—is uh, the result of the death of the good king. That's the underlying storyline.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And, and I found that. He, and then the next question would be: What is the good king? The Chinese would say the good king is the guy who just sits in his palace and faces self and doesn't do anything. He's just completely symbolic, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But he keeps the uh he keeps the kingdom in order by facing south. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, but, but that's but what the they say in Confucianism. Also, also has a vision for the uh, betterment of humankind, doesn't he? You know, that like no uh, no? No, he's purely symbolic. He just what, doesn't what do interfere. He doesn't symb-
1: interfere with the natural hierarchy. He just puts his place and he's just there in his place in the natural hierarchy and he, he his job is not to disturb the natural hierarchy you know in what the Chinese, is the natural hierarchy in Chinese
0: system in that in that sense
1: then the natural hierarchy is you know is is when heaven and earth are are you know in order or together or they're not separate I mean, this is Chinese, this is Confucianism, right?
0: Yeah, but the, it is an order because... And he, he does places... all the rites,
1: he does all the rituals correctly. In, in right. Confucianism, they call it, he just performs the rituals correctly. Right. It's not ideological.
0: No. No, but there are archetypes still. And so they uh, find their embodiment in man. Mm-hmm. Do- doesn't they? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. He, he just, he, he does all... In Confucianism, he would perform all the rites correctly. Right. You know,
0: and so, and then, the, the and then second,
1: the, the, and that keeps the kingdom together. But and, I mean, by and and now,
0: by now you're already. And you that. could also
1: call Wu Wei Wu the doing of not doing. He right. does it by not doing it.
0: <laughs> right. No, but he. No, the, but but it's right when you say he performs the rituals. Right. He knows. He knows heaven and earth. He knows all the directions. You know, uh, north and south and west and east. And he he's he the
1: mediator the, between the the high and the low between the. You know, the aristocracy and the people or the...
0: Right. And, you know, uh, and... But he also ends corruption in a kind of way because of the right rituals. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. It's like the Aragon type. Sure, 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 sure. So, So, I mean, now, by now, you know the gist of it, but what does it take to kill a good king? From the archetypal perspective, again.
1: Well, in the way that the, the good king always gets killed, doesn't he? I mean, that's why society has always fucked up.
0: Right. But what does it, it always? Because takes... the, the
1: the the good the the savior character is always the the beggar, or you know, he's always He always gets kicked out of a <laughs> of the. Uh, kicked out of the hierarchy, and he wanders and.
0: Yeah, but there's yeah. always a conspiracy involved. Yeah, there's, on... a con- there's a
1: conspiracy to br- bring him down, yeah, of course. Yeah.
0: So, no, I, I just found it, because, again, I, this documentary, through the looking glass. It, I, I mean, like, um, it's interesting, not because of the conspiracy theory per se, but because of the underlying story structure that, that Oliver Stone presents, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have, mm-hmm. you have this, you know, the archetypal story about the good king And then you have the real life events, you know? I think in
1: African culture, they actually used to, 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 to ritually kill their Kings.
0: Right. Of course. Yes.
1: It was actually a, it was, I mean, and then, you know, we do that unconsciously because the, the scapegoat mechanism is still operative uh, in us, you know, even even
0: tribes when the good King kills himself
1: or he, he might kill himself. Yeah. Or, or, you know, he's, there's, there's one day of the year where he's taken outside and, and insulted and, and insult, you know, um, subject to verbal abuse and, and
0: right. So and, what's your take? Uh, you you, you don't he's, like he, that He's the like
1: what? he has to be the pharmacon. He has to take all the sins of the the, uh, the culture on him, and then he is sacrificed. And then there's some peace for a while. And you know, the pharmacon in Greek culture. Who no, was, what's that? Uh, pharmacon was. Uh, it, at the temple of apollo uh um you know they used to find get get some guy who's sort of useless crippled you know semi-criminal somebody we don't like from the fringes of society and you would make them represent the 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 sins of, of the culture so you would parade them through the streets and insult them and then they would you know burn them or throw them off a cliff oh right this was uh this was actually done and this is this is you know pure example of the scapegoat code mechanism
0: yeah yeah um
1: and uh, they were called the pharmacon
0: well okay so what's 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 your take on JFk
1: I have no take on JFK <laughs>
0: <laughs> no you don't Zero.
1: Can- <laughs> I have absolutely no take on JFK I mean, the only thing I I would say well he's he was a he was a cool he was a cool media character from no, he a Marshall was the first real sense. Media Character. He was the first television, uh, you know, cool media in the Marshall McLuhan sense, you know, figure.
0: Yeah, and but it's interesting that his period of reign basically was called Camelot.
1: Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, cool. Maybe he is like the king who's. He doesn't do much, he's just there. But I guess he did things. But well, if we look at the difference between him and Nixon, I just read this McLuhan book, so Nix, you know, you know, Nixon was radio and McLuhan was TV. So so Nixon Kennedy was TV, you mean.
0: Yeah, yeah. Excuse
1: me. Kennedy was TV and yeah. uh, and, and Nixon was radio. So Nixon uh, when people listen to the debate between kennedy and nixon yeah yeah they they uh the people who listened to the radio thought that nixon won, and the people who nixon won and the people who thought who
0: looked at uh, the television kennedy TV. won, watched yeah, him yeah, on yeah. on uh, the,
1: during the television debate
0: that's, yeah yeah that's a famous that's the famous media example not because uh, uh kennedy was clean shaven and so Taylor tele- telegen And, 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 and Nixon had like this shades of, you know, being unshaved and not, yeah, sweaty and not being really presentable. Mm -hmm.
1: So imagine if you had a a television cameras around when Hitler was there, you know, nobody would have taken him seriously at all Um, because he was such a ugly little man, you know? Um, it was I radio. Know. It was radio that allowed him to hypnotize the population to such a, such an extent, because radio is, is such a is hot media. Is that your argument
0: a, or McLuhan's? Because that's McLuhan's ar-
1: argument. Yeah, is it? Yeah. Well, he, yes, yes. That's McLuhan. Yeah,
0: because I I find that complicated actually, because. Uh... You know or
1: or like think about the KKK or something. Imagine if those guys were televised. I mean, there used to be a Ku Klux Klan all over America, they were huge. Um, and uh, and you know, they're just funny redneck guys, and if you had a television cameras on them, nobody would have taken them seriously, like nobody takes them seriously today. But they're no media, so, so yeah, McCullen's yeah, yeah. argument was that it's cools the the, the the camera cools down everything, right? Right, you can't take somebody seriously because you have their whole body language, you have that, you know, you can see what a maniac they are, whereas whereas radio, you just have the voice. So you can be much more easily um, brainwashed and hypnotized through radio.
0: I mean, like from, from a German perspective, you know, because, I mean, obviously, there's a lot lot of books about this, you know, and at that time, the 20s, the 30s, when he rose to power, you know, he did so in the beer gardens, you know, when he w- would speak, Sundays between, say, three and six, or three and seven, uh-huh. like for three and four, four hours, yeah, for but- to, to I don't know, 300 people. And he would do he, he would get into this kind of flow, you yeah. know, in this kind of rage. So, and you have to you have to see that there was no cinema at that time, not big, and you know, no television. Well, cinema and, is a
1: hot media form as well. Yeah, according Yeah, but to at that yeah. time, mm-hmm.
0: people were also going to the beer gardens. You know, not only for political content, but also for some kind of entertainment. You know, and so he was, he was bringing himself into a rage, and and the story are going, the stories is going are, are going that that after like the two, three, four hours of him going on and going on that the people were like crying in ecstasy because he was pushing them so yeah. far you know yeah and yeah. and and he amplified that you know when he did this in the big stadiums and and you know uh, what's a uh, triumph of the will what's alenny riefenstahl and you know these big big things and um you know
1: yeah, but there was no close-up camera at his, you know, to see him, see him sweat or, you know, there was no, uh, uh, it, it was all completely controlled, like hot media is completely controlled. Right. It was all a controlled thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and he was shouting, so it was the voice, you know, it was the hypnotizing controlled voice. It was, he got everybody in this participation mystique, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Stra- Levi Strauss calls, a, uh, and people are like, you know, this is just. This is a, a tribal ecstasy, right? Right. Um, uh, and uh, anyway, McCullin's argument is that ra- you know, you know, the voice does that, right? Radio does that. It can do that. Whereas, whereas, if you have television, it's kind of mostly it's like dead space in between yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. You you're looking, and you can see, uh, you know, um, you can see the 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 you can see the contri- how contrived the situation is, right? In television, right
0: yeah um, but yeah but the just look is- at television now like
1: nothing happens on television it's just this sort of in between space that people put on for you know as opposed to a netflix series that it just absorbs your attention completely it's it's not it's not attentive it's 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 cool
0: <laughs> yeah 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 but the point I, I was trying to make is that you know if you listen to and i mean like oliver stone selected for some speeches but if you listen to the speeches he presented from Kennedy in that documentary mm-hmm. it's like you don't hear people talk about peace in that kind of manner anymore you know he he you know it's like though there are no politicians like him anymore with a grand there's you know, no grand narrative anymore yeah, yeah with a grand narrative that people take seriously yeah and and uh, and a, you know a civil rights agenda which is not woke but just you know humane in a kind of way you know and, sure. and so the visions that he had and 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 he, you know the vision you know let's go to the moon and and so i i found it just super interesting like how we all fell into what we are calling the post postmodern you yeah. know uh, well
1: what i wonder is yes you know there's a lot of discussion about collective action and doing stuff in a collective way. Right. There's a lot of blah, blah, blah about that. Yeah. We have to collectively do this and collectively do that. And, 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 you know, the tribalism seems to be the, you know, uh, seen as a very positive thing. And yeah, um, what I wonder, what my question is, is maybe, maybe it, it is actually, a good king that the society needs.
0: No, of course. And Bar-
1: Bardo would say this, it had to be a split. There would have to be a priestly character and a, um,
0: and a shaman or something. There'd have to
1: be the warrior type yeah, and the priestly type, and they would have to be split. Like you couldn't, when they come together, then you have the tyrant, no. um, which is a good, good thing. But, but, but the point is that the, the, you know, the, the liberation principle, you know, what they used to call the messiah or the you know you know this this messiah that everybody's waiting for in mythological terms is is always is always a good king right
0: right i mean is that what i I think we talked last time about this you know zach stein his sentiment that we need a figure like this to end you know the 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 chaos we're in Mm. at the moment you know just maybe mm.
1: oh and maybe the i don't know maybe in the present culture that these kings are sort of invisible they're not like on the political stage but maybe they they're i don't know where's any kind yeah, of but may, maybe
0: we're just so engulfed in this uh, after killing disarray that we are not you know we are not thinking in historical terms because again 70 years or 60 years is not that much really for being for a society being in disarray you know, and we're mm-hmm. because our lifetime is just so short, and maybe you know, we are we have all this philosophy and art and you know all this stuff that and and, and psychology that signifies postmodernity and post postmodernity and whatever, but maybe we're just in this normal cycle that you know that are like the like the, the Nietzschean thing, the eternal return of the mm. same thing, you know. Maybe but it's just on a way bigger scale. So maybe.
1: Except that, except there's the problem this problem of exponentiality, right? Of technology technology and exponentiality. So the, the curve goes like this. <laughs> it doesn't seem to go around and around. It just I don't know. I, I think the technological issue is is Yeah,
0: no, there is a technological issue, but you can't that technology won't change the you know, you human drama, you know, and the no. circles we are in, basically.
1: No, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think there's there's a perennial drama there's a clear perennial drama that's that is always repeating itself
0: i mean that was platon you know um, he said that he talked about the circle then then the uh, the myth of the eternal return Nietzsche. and then and
1: then what is it that what is it that i guess deleuze would talk about the you know the um, repetition and then what changes each repetition there's a change each, in each repetition right and that's that's the, that's an event or something like that mm. Mm. i'm talking again it's kind of the bardian terms like there's right. this event right that happens that changes things a little bit
0: yeah i mean it, it depends on the scale you you're looking at of course there are always variations but you know um but like i mean i much- guess
1: tribal society existed in exactly the same way for thousands and ten thousands of years that was the the re- eternal return of the saint. and then something weird happened with technology and the alphabet and, and and language and and text and the whole the whole human project went like, kind of, you know. Javervegi talks about the meaning crisis, but I, I wonder if the meaning crisis happened after paleo- Paleolithic man, you know, or something. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like it's not something happening now in the twenty first century. It's something that began with Paleolithic man, you know, when when we started to actually have civilization, right, settled, settled agricultural civilization, suddenly, suddenly meaning became, right. Something. Suddenly, we were like, lacking meaning. I mean, what the hell is I that? I mean, I, I had,
0: mean- I had, Andrew, I had a different uh, another thought, like, okay. you know, in, in terms of, you know, the, the, the conversation that we are having now. And, you know, I don't know, is, is there an English word being like, opaque?
1: Opacity, a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no,
0: yes. That it means like you can't see through it. No, it's it's dark, it's obscure, it's like it's sure. Way, sure, sure. In a, yeah, in a way mm-hmm. it's even occult, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know, I was thinking, okay, maybe what is the, the noun to opacity, or what what is the, the noun to being opaque?
1: Yeah, opacity, sure. No, I'm obscurity asking you, maybe, you're, or, the English,
0: you're the English guy. Well, I mean, I, I, you German. have to, uh,
1: how are you putting, what context are you putting this yeah, well, in? Like security, okay, like darkness right? in between? Is a, something, something is, is opaque. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah you can the say that What is noun for
0: sure. to this? Um, opacity, yeah. Opacity, okay. So I was thinking if, you know, from a post postmodern angle, if opacity is not, you know, a, a defining element, because there are always things that we know and there mm-hmm. will always be things that we don't know, right? And so yeah. that we incorporate uh, the opacity of things. So let me give an example. Like, th- let's think about archetypes. And I'm not necessarily mean the Jungian approach of the collective archetypes, but you know, the archetypes you know, that um, come from beyond, let's say, and shape our lives and shape our, the cycles that we are in. Mm-hmm. And so and there's always something that we know about them where they're coming from and why, why this uh, archetype appears now uh, this the circle that appears now but there's always like the other other side that we cannot know yeah sure Mm -hmm. so where what why do I have to confront specific archetypal problems right now in my life and you know and so why do we go through these circles and you know, we, we try to understand this, but we always have to contend with the fact that, you know, that we always can know half of it. You know what I, what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, m- maybe the important point there is that we always jump to conclusions about reality prematurely. Right. And we have a mania for needing to know what, what's going on um, in the world. And that is a form of sort of trying to control it. Right, and we can't control it. Right. Is that what you mean?
0: I mean this uh yeah, I mean sure, um but I also mean, you know, and we talked about this, it's like,, uh, yeah, let's say it in, in your words, you you can control your life to a certain degree or a certain extent, you know you can you can decide to go shopping now, you know. Yeah. But you can't decide, you know. You can make choices. You can make choices, yes.
1: But you're also in the matrix. <laughs> but if or, you,
0: you can't, again, this, for me, this is the best example. You can't decide to fall in love. That just yeah, happens.
1: That is the best example.
0: That just happens. You know, it's, just, it's not in your yeah. design.
1: And you can choose to ignore it or not. but But, but you don't choose for that to happen. So or you could then, then you could yeah, also so, you could also put yourself in a, a situation where that would be more likely to happen. Um, yeah, but there's but, but no yeah, recipe. But 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 yeah, but it but it sort of comes out of the blue. It comes out of nowhere. It's that's a, that's
0: opaqueness because you mm-hmm. don't know why,
1: and you don't know why. Yeah, and correct. you
0: don't know how and when and how that shifts the deep part of your soul. Let's say, and you can you can yourself put 100 times in this situation but nothing happens and then you go away or you don't even think about it and then it strikes you like lightning right Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. and so there's always like you don't know um the other side of of you know the moon let's say
1: yeah the dark side of the moon yeah Mm. and so the pink floyd song yeah right
0: and and i find this so super interesting that you know uh because that's applicable to everything. You know, we don't know what psyche in effect really is. And, you know, all the cycles we go through and, you know, the social, societal archetypes that manifest. And what yeah, we don't happens. know who we
1: are or why we're here. No. And we don't know anything. I mean, in a way, like this was, I used to practice Zen in a Korean style and you would sit there and that would be your meditation. You would you say, don't know. <laughs> that oh, would exactly. be your So you'd sit and you'd say, "Who am I?" And then you'd always, when you started to uh, yeah, concretize or reify something in your mind, you'd try to let that go. And you, and, and and so, what am I? This? Am I that? Am I this? Am I, no, no, I don't know. You know, we right. don't know. <laughs> we don't know who we are.
0: Yeah. yeah, and especially if you take away all the, the modern constructs of, you know, career and nine to five jobs and family and, and suddenly you have to ask, okay, so if I take all away all these structures, who am I then, you know, if I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not that, that one that has a career, I'm not that one who has a relationship, I'm not that one, but, but, but yeah. who am I then, and how yeah. do I orient myself within the world, you know, and then you start for, for looking for patterns, and yeah. the older I get, the more I, I look for patterns and the less I do understand them. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because they're always opaque. Well, yeah, because if you if if you make a definition of something,
1: if you have a perspective, actually Schmachtenberger explains this very well. If you have a perspective, you're limiting it, you've limited information. Right. Your perspective on something it means that you have taken some information in and you're excluding other infor- information. So you can never have any absolute perspective on anything.
0: No, well, that's what we talked about last time, cl- yeah. path, No. Yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I, I think that's the same, same thing. It's like, it's like whatever definition you come up with about reality, uh, it has a, a, an obscure element, as you say. It has, has, a, has an unknown to it.
0: Yeah, it's always, it's always incomplete. You know, every it's always incomplete. Is... It
1: has a lack. Now we're, and I'm quoting uh, uh, Cadell Cadell yes. here. Cadel here. This lack this, this missing element. Yeah. And that's more interesting actually than, you know, than the image or the, I don't know. I mean, cause I guess the, the left brain makes, makes maps and images about reality because we need that um, to navigate reality in some sense. Right. But it's always uh, provisional. You know, it's always just a tool. It's always useful, and then the right brain, uh, you know, feels the texture of, of reality and 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 the obscurity and 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 uh, you know. So we're always moving back between this, this like the known and the unknown, right? Or the you know I mean, the, that's the the, the illuminated I, and the obscure, right?
0: That's the reason why I love. Uh why I love Robert (laughs) because No, because he had like these two things that I always, you know, at some point fall back to. Because like the one thing is, you know, I I don't know how the English translation would be because I only know the German books, you know. But he says something like, whatever you think, you know, what what the thinker think uh, proves the proving part of your brain. And so Mm -hmm. you select for certain perspectives or certain information and then you have the other side of the brain that looks for confirmation of the mm-hmm. model you just chose mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and so his his remedy for that is to forbid to use the word is you know and i think that's so important because if you say metamodernism is or postmodernism is you yeah. You limit yourself to. You've crystallized.
1: You know, the, you've realized. You've made a caricature of the of the thing.
0: Yeah, and you you yeah. you you uh, you're blocking out the opacity of things. You know that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And so it's like yeah. I always because well, you're living
1: in a you have made the reality two dimensional. Right.
0: <coughs> no, and you whereas you, you, you
1: need you need opacity for a three dimensional world. You need space. You need unknown. You need darkness. You need you know that you know black. You need emptiness. You need right need All that you know to have a full picture, yeah, because
0: and you can't, for example, say, uh, I always have this discussion, say on Facebook or whatever, um, that you can't say metamodernism is because is is a truth question, but is was deconstructed with postmodernism, so how do you deal with this? You know, you can't just bring a modernistic notion back from you know from the dead and defining metamodernism as something that is, without acknowledging, you know, the opacity factor of, of everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, yeah, Jews, because, because, said so that, then there oh, can
1: be, an, but the problem is there can't really be a metamodernism then, <laughs> you know, um, it seems to be a problem, right? In the postmodernist world, because there can't really be anything. I mean,
0: right. And so, yeah. And so how do you, and and the questions, how how do you reintegrate, you know, opacity and truth values back, you know, at the same time? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. But you can't do it with is, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, I was listening, when I was listening to to David uh, Smith talk about the monad, right? And the monad is God, right? Or or Moses meets the burning bush and the burning bush is like is like uh, the backside of God. He says, you can't see me face to face because if you did, you would go crazy. Right. Right. So, um, so, so, uh, so what is the burning bush? It's God, right. But then God is the, I am and the, I am is the ego. So what is God is God, a gigantic ego monad (laughs) or something like that. And, uh, uh, Absolutely uh, not. So that's why it's non-duality. It's not monism, and I I keep trying to explain this to Alexander, but he he's he's such a monist that he won't. He he just he ke- <laughs> keeps attacking me and say no, it's monism, and I say no, it's not monism. It's non-duality because you can't if you say it's a monism monad, you've reified the thing, right? Um, and uh, and uh, and you can't reify anything. But then he would say. Well, because because there is no separation between body and and, and spirit and, and, and I say sure, but 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 you can't say that it's a body or a spirit either. so it's right. not one and not two and blah blah, you know so so but the problem is like like I think in religious language and stuff like that, we talk about God, right? We talk about the monad. Um, but then there's 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 the non-duality that's after the monad, and you can't really talk about it. That's the problem, because <laughs> it's because right. it's post uh, it's post rational. It's post it's it's beyond it's beyond propositional explanation, or you know, you're only pointing at it, but you're not you, you know you can't express it. So right. So the so the the monad you know wins because the monad could express itself. But it doesn't mean it really wins it just doesn't know it just yeah, well i mean it knows you're, you're
0: like a you're a buddhist no and and well i, I
1: mean the non duality schools i'm talking about all of them not just buddhism i you know in, in in mystical christianity and sufism and hasidic all there's lots of non dual 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 schools uh you know it, yeah, uh, some no, of them use I, god I, no, language I, and some I, of them I, don't I like the saying. buddhists and i just, and, and the, I just yeah. wanted
0: to add you know from from a hinduistic point of view You know, if you look at, you know, the stages of, let's say, Samadhi or whatever, and there's Mm -hmm. not just one non-dual Samadhi, there are actually seven. And, you know, that uh, non-dual, empty, void space uh, uh, experience, that's just the first in that sequence of Samadhi's, whereas the last one is... uh, is the realization that even the conception of emptiness is a conception? Sure, right? Uh, and, yeah, and I think you... I think David would call that post
1: apophatic because apophatic yeah, is yeah, neg- yeah, negative, negative exactly. theology, right? Exactly. Post apophatic. Uh...
0: Yes, and so mm-hmm. at that seventh stage, you are, you enter the realm actually of chaos and non-conceptuality but you don't have really words to describe it that's what i'm saying that's what yeah. i'm
1: saying so 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 monism also falls apart at that right. point
0: everything falls apart everything
1: yes. falls apart so you have to actually you have to you have to deconstruct not monism as well you have to deconstruct god as well right at right that point, which most people will, 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 will want to go there right <laughs> most of us won't want to go there and even you know even while we're talking right now it's just it's just cons- conceptuality right okay so now
0: let me let me mm-hmm. bring bring a, a contentious uh, speculation here you know just just for fun and say let's say what if uh how do i phrase that correctly so we know that the good king The messiah-like king is a very rare occurrence right that doesn't happen like every every tuesday (laughs) every tuesday no it doesn't Mm -hmm. so what if what if if the same uh ratio or the same is true for true enlightenment that you know the real realization that the that the guy who actually enters the seventh samadhi you know the seventh Mm. breaks the seventh seal That is equally a very, very, very rare occurrence, and that's right. Yeah, and that we that we all we all spiritual people are running behind a carrot, Uh, and for most people, like say ninety eight percent of all spiritual people, nothing in fact will ever happen.
1: Yeah. Well the, the, you know what we should orient ourselves not towards enlightenment that's completely stupid no, I, right no, but we should no, orient ourselves towards growth right growth no but uh, let's know?
0: let's we, we're talking about samadhi right Yeah. about non non duality and chaos right yeah. yeah and and let's talk about the spiritual path in that sense mm-hmm. because like you know it's it's so part of our culture of of the indian culture of every culture you know but what yeah. if you know the pareto principle Oh, yeah. The It's, of it's also of... true that it means that 99% yeah. have zero effect.
1: Yeah. 99% yeah, sure.
0: of people don't get anywhere. And then, if you look at culture, this is exactly what happens. Mm-hmm. And then you have like maybe 0.1% of people who succeed um, incredibly. And we call them Buddha or Jesus or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's a very, yeah, it's it's extremely rare, <laughs> you know, uh, occurrence, that, that occurrence, you know, most, it's so rare that most people don't believe that it's even possible. I mean, and most people, and, and if some, somebody like that appeared, he wouldn't be a king in, in the culture. He would be like, he would, you wouldn't even recognize him, you know, as he would probably be, he'd probably look like a redneck, you know, Donald Trump supporter, you know, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't recognize such a person as being what they are because right. because the society does not recognize such people right if they exist
0: no yeah, but you know everybody wants you know has some I I would say you know except psychopath maybe desire yeah. to become enlightened no uh, uh, to be a good king mm-hmm. uh, everybody has that in themselves you know and want that to be in their sure. respective. But you know, it's still a super rare occurrence that that actually manifests in a in a complete way. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say Kennedy. If you I, I agreed, care. agreed, agreed. Yeah, oh,
1: you know, on the okay, on the geopolitical thing, maybe Kennedy was a somewhat of a good king. But I, even if you know, he's, he was if probably he, a bit corrupt as well, it's probably of, a bit of, of an illusion that he was such a great king. But no, but anyway, just, but no, we, just for the we sake but he but he he fits the archetype that we want. So we we put him up as being the good king. Right, because he seems to correspond to the archetype in some way. Whereas you know he was a you know he cheated on his wife. He was probably a, he was probably a, a you know he's probably a nasty guy in you know in some ways. And it's, but but he but he fit he fit the archetypal thing of the good king, which is why you know they had to kill him because that's what society does with the good king in our culture.
0: It, it was Marilyn Monroe, man. <laughs> it was not just cheating. What? it was Persephone Oh, okay. Well, who can
1: blame him then? God, I mean Jesus. I mean Marilyn Monroe. Oh, come on.
0: It's like no, the, it's a the different. Archetype scale. of
1: femininity, and she also had to die as well. Like all these yes. archetypes have to be sacrificed because yes. they're because you can't be human. You can't have human perfection. It's not in the human realm.
0: But do you I mean like do you do you know what kind of a violent decade that was? You know? It's not just the Kennedys and King and uh, Malcolm X and you know it's like the, the New York and and all the cities were on fire.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know. There was something going on there. There's a
1: BBC documentary that I that I like the title of it's called Why I Hate the 60s like cuz it's such an illusion the 60s that it was such a great time for everybody it was it was a collective nervous breakdown you know everywhere you yeah, no no the first creative
0: movement only made sense because it was a pocket of violence you yeah. know yeah yeah there was, no, this it was, in, 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 it was hippie, optim- yeah, hippie stuff hmm?
1: there was this russsoian hippie stuff on one side and then there was this marquis de Sade, uh, you know cruelty on the other side you know, yeah it was it was
0: But even like the students that got shot at Berkeley, you know, exceptionally violent. And so we glorify that with the hippie movement, what that was just, that was just a pocket and a sea of violence in that, in that decade. And it started with, you know, the death of JFK, you know, Mm -hmm, that's the interesting thing. Yeah. I don't care yeah. if he was a good king or not, but no, just, no, uh, no, but
1: no, no, but we're talking archetypal realities here. We're not talking about personalities. Right. We're talking about, you know, somebody, somebody comes in into this, into this role and, and, and then the the tragedy ensues.
0: Right. Yeah. And so I think it's like, our understanding of spirituality is equally flawed, you know, because it's like you don't you don't get enlightenment through posting ass pictures on Instagram, you know how you know?
1: <laughs> Did somebody tell you that you get enlightenment by by posting ass pictures? No, so
0: it's lifestyle yoga, you know. See what I do with yeah. my bodily contortions. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I mean that's kind of obvious by now. That's just spiritual materialism. Chogyam Trungpa wrote about that years ago, and that's just you know all pervasive. And it's worse than actual materialism, you know, because it's it's thinking that you can mold reality to. It's a bit like what we were talking about last time, uh, you know, these people who do magic spells and right. that kind of thing to get what they want. It might work, but it's it's fundamentally demonic. It's it doesn't it's not doesn't have a basis, right? And it doesn't have a good basis, a wholesome basis, right? You know? I mean, this is what David would talk about, like what I was talking with David Smith about, David Cohen Smith about is, is that if you don't have the view, we call it in Buddhism a view, which means if you don't have the right view of what you have to work on the view, you have to work on why you do things. So if you just the, do spirituality, I mean, life, I, I, I for sensation, what you
0: mean. But what do you mean with the? View? Well, it means you
1: intellectually study the thing deeply, and then and then you apply or then you apply it. The problem is a lot of people like me. I, I did. I I made this mistake. They go into spiritual practice like Zen or something. They do tons of meditation. Right. But they don't know why they're doing it, and they're probably doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. So the first thing to do is figure out why you're doing those things, and what what your view is, what your purpose is. Um, uh, uh, and and really, you know, be clear about that, and then and then then you then you can even then you can do all kinds of you know magic and things like that. You can do all kinds of stuff.
0: Elaborate a little bit more on the view, because I, I think that's an interesting concept. Because you know, it, it reminds me a little bit, you know, of you know of Peterson, you know, and having you know the right aim and the right vision and the right alignment. Uh, in and with the world. Do you mean yeah. that?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Or do you mean just an intellectual understanding?
1: I, I yeah, I think I think yeah, I think view is more than an intellectual understanding. It's, it's, but but it starts maybe it starts with an intellectual understanding. Like you think about it first. Like, right. What am I? Why am I doing this? And uh, you know. And then and then and then you know and you know what what do i really what do i want what do i really want you know where am i going you know uh i mean I, yeah yeah it's it's uh, yeah i think i think um you know and what is what is reality made out of <laughs> that's something you talk a lot about in buddhism like what or or all these non-duals what what is who am i what is my mind what is reality made out of what because if you have a stupid view and you and you practice a you know, uh, you know, a powerful esoteric practice, it's going to turn you into an egomaniac. Right. But if, but if you've, if you've worked on this stuff and you're humble and you're wise and you're compassionate and you're, you know, then, um, then you have the sutric base to explore Tantra and dzogchen and, and, and other things, but you need to have the, the per, perhaps the base. Mm. Mm. You know? right that's why you know often when people that's why often actually traditional religions they work off often better than when outside i must say you have to be part of a traditional religion but it it gives you a a series of of steps to go through so you're less likely to become deluded and 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 crazy right and most and most people you know would be just interested in like service and Um,
0: that's a new argument you say you think that uh that some religions work better if you you, if you use the practice outside their let's say geographical uh, zone of origin or what do you mean
1: oh no i didn't mean that i i don't think it has anything to do with no but what what did you say just
0: now you know
1: well i say there's the exoteric right and then there's mm -hmm. the esoteric so the exoteric practices you know fundamentally should if you're if you're a serious person it would lead you to the esoteric practices right if you jump in the esoteric practices um without getting a basis in let's say just service and being helpful and and having some education and wisdom and and that sort of thing first that's the problem with the whole hippie movement and the problem with you know wacky new age spirituality is is uh and why everybody's and then Peterson comes and everybody starts to run back to church because they realize oh Jesus I need I need church I need mm. you know before I yeah, can yeah, yeah, yeah. before I can you know do all this stuff or I'm I'm I, either in a in a void of nihilism materialistic reductive nihilism you know uh, or or you know I'm 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 doing wacky wacky esoteric practices and running around India. uh, And I'm a complete, I'm a complete idiot. You know, (laughs) I haven't even, I don't even know how to, you know, uh, you know, relate to my mother. So, right. So, 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 I think that, I think that the the stages and steps there's, there's two things. There's, there's sudden enlightenment and then there's gradual enlightenment, you know, but they're not, um, but the gradual enlightenment might lead to the sudden enlightenment the gradual enlightenment is the is the practice that people need to engage in and you know be very honest with themselves about where they are and what they're doing and anyway that's probably all obvious to you i just sure was there something else that you were like querying here
0: no no i just no i'm just i'm just you know uh surfing the conversation you know Mm -hmm. But mm-hmm. no, no, but I, I, I like the concept of, of the view, you know. It, it yeah, it, it is something because it's
1: like it's like looking at something, but it's also thinking about something. Um, it's how you see something, it's how you see reality. So it's 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 a visual metaphor.
0: Yeah, because it's but it also includes uh uh intuition, doesn't it? Sure, sure, you know, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know then there's the word the sight to sight, see to yeah. under to understand things to by see, looking or to be
1: a seer right the the seer is the wise person, the seer In English.
0: yeah but to yeah but to see thing to, to see through things you know to understand mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. you know you know there's this amazing uh, movie by by uh, Coppola. And, and what's that name called? Let me just look it up. Um, with Tim Roth. You know him? Yep. Um, let's say what, what, uh, uh, Rumblefish, not Rumblefish. What, what is, what is that? Uh, Youth Without Youth. Have hmm, you seen minor- that?
1: Is, is it one of his more recent ones
0: yeah, yeah no well recent it's I not think that 15, recent anymore 15 years ago or so was it about
1: argentina or something like that
0: no or- it's about this guy who got struck by lightning it gets and he, i think if i remember correctly he gets young and he develops the sight or the view you know mm-hmm. so um and, and he's able to read books without reading them for example oh, okay i see huh, and huh, and, huh. and and it's it's, it's amazing i will watch it again it's a great movie mm. huh, huh, huh. yeah yeah anyhow
1: mm. yeah i mean they, they do say that like like you know the really smart person uh what has i mean dumb people like me and you have to read a lot of books and think a lot and but the really like you know smart person would be able to just read the read the title of the book and understand the whole book right
0: yeah because it's a fractal exactly yeah he every would be to, every you able
1: to grasp the totality just by by seeing the um the, the portal
0: because that's what meditation is no you 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 that's the idea that you focus on a little tiny thing and then the whole in, in the best case scenario the whole universe uh opens up and you have a, a form of samadhi or whatever but that's the idea that that because of the book is a fractal And everything what stands in it is represented by cover design and whatever. And so just Mm -hmm. by the tiny portal, you you can understand the whole argument. Because like a good book only has one argument.
1: Yeah, right, right. And so
0: when you see, when you understand that argument, and you know, mm. then, then it reminds he, me of what
1: Leonard Cohen said about his, his songs. He said that he said that oh, I've only just written one song with many variations. I have only one theme. I'm only working on yeah. But all of my songs that are he say, can all say of that. my songs are just one thing about one thing, and uh, I just you know I don't have anything else. I just have this one thing. Yeah,
0: that is such no. I think because that is an, a universal truth because we all follow one archetype you know yeah right
1: yeah yeah, that's true it's yeah like we're all can't... circling we're all circling around the same problem or the same crisis right the same difficulty or that we're chewing on the same bone that's, that's unique to our us
0: yeah exactly you can't you can't be a different person you know it's like whatever you do there's the uniqueness of yourself expressing themselves in different kinds of you know tones but you know the the you know the, the thing is the same yeah. Yeah. I think that was Miles Davis, no, who said that? Why is it so difficult to sound like myself?
1: <laughs> yeah, you
0: can't. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't possibly do that. Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And you can't change that. And and again, that's opacity because it's like I feel like you're, you're striving your whole life and understanding what you are and what you're doing, and what are you up to? Yeah. And everything you do, you are on the cycles to just uh, to explore what what is it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you, is, you have
1: this? a you you have a, a unique vibrational quality like his trumpet, right? It sounds like Miles Davis. People can imitate it, but it will never be the real.
0: Right. Yeah, and, and that's uh, like the death sentence. Is a, if an artist uh, gets so much feedback that he gets an intellectual understanding of what his essence is. And then he tries to copy himself and then he's dead. Yeah.
1: Then he's dead. Yeah. And then he's, he's uh, become a caricature of himself. You know, of course it happens to the Rolling Stones and, you know, and the question is like, you know, they just, they just go and they just do this ritual every time of who they used to be in 1969. when right. they Actually had some real, energy right (laughs) and then they just so they just keep doing these shows about And they were they're just it's it's just nostalgia right right um there's there's nothing happening but but people are willing to buy into this nostalgia and just keep reproducing it um but you know i guess what 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 is required of the artist is to remain uncomfortable (laughs) to remain on that edge to remain let's say you know and to remain in, in, in with this a bit uh, what you call opacity, right? Right. To remain with that, you opacity. Do you
0: think that is a that is also like an eternal truth, or do you think like 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 somebody like a good king? Let's go back to that. Like somebody, uh, like can, is is aware of what he is and the time that he moves in, or is that is that still opacity there? That is is the requirement to be a mythical king the knowledge of who you are and the time in which you are acting. You know what I'm saying?
1: Because we are... Well, state- I don't okay. think... I think the king, the king is... But well, the king has to be the non-king because any perspective he might have would be limited. And if he's supposed to express the, um, uh, the, the infinity of his kingdom, then, then, then he can't be limited. So, so he can't... So he has to be an empty king. Right. You know, he has to be, he has to, he has to, he has to fulfill the symbolic role and do the rituals and do what he has to do without imposing on, on nature of, the, on the nature of his kingdom.
0: No, I, 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 my, 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 question was a different one. I was asking, so but if we, you and me are still looking uh, at who, who we really are through our actions, right? And try to understand about our essence or whatever you might call it, you know, a mm-hmm. postmodernist would say you don't have any essence but let's let's assume for the sake of argument that we have and so a a person like a good king does he know what he is does is that the difference um
1: well maybe the enlightened king knows who he is yeah maybe but I, I don't know because <laughs> I'm not enlightened. So <laughs> that's what that's what my guess would be. Right. Mm. Right. But then again, um, well, we don't have very many enlightened kings around. In fact, they're all no, just we don't. They're, they're they're they are they they do not exist in, in, in this culture. They're they're in hiding, but they're there.
0: Yeah. No. We are. They're, they are like Strider you know, in Lord of the Rings, before he comes out as Aragorn, they're hiding.
1: Exactly, they're on the periphery somewhere and, um,
0: and waiting, you know, waiting to come forth. Indeed. Yeah. Like an uh, erection, you know, exactly, like a, like a hot dick.
1: <laughs> like a big, <laughs> yeah, when it, there will be like, yeah, actually, it's funny, um, you know, him tra- Kepa, he talks about, uh, he, he gives this teaching that you have to meditate like an erect penis. <laughs> Straight, but yeah, you know, you know, but powerful and potent and I don't know whatever you would say, but but <laughs> it's nice. like an erect penis. Nice. I, there's also the then yeah that's that's one way to do it, and there's also the <laughs> I've also heard meditation teachers say, oh, meditate like a corpse without arrogance you know? So that's different oh. than erect penis. So I'm kind of confused. Yeah, no, I should get that. Should I should I, I meditate like a erect penis or like a
0: corpse that's a good question so what is your answer to that how do you Um, reconcile these both things
1: it's a yeah it's reconciling the 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 two things it's i i i need another 10 years of meditation to to answer that question like as what
0: like like big dick meditation or corpse meditation what what is the path here
1: well it's life or death right but i think we have to unify the two right the opacity and the um the form and the emptiness,
0: right? The
1: form, you know, yes. And then the the emptiness,
0: right? So there you have it. The the answer to your initial question, how's my sex life? Okay,
1: it's 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 empty. And it's yet
0: (laughs) it's empty, yet it's strong, yet
1: it's full of potential.
0: (laughs) There you have it. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. okay all right